Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, CEO and founder of the Best Ever You Network. The Best Ever You Show is here to help you live your life to the fullest. How? Real people, including celebrities, real advice, real places, products, and businesses, real life stories. With this radio show, printed magazine, websites, community, and more. And now, here is your host, Elizabeth. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to the Best Ever You Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, and tonight we're going to have a little percolate chat about patience. Uh, we're going to do a quick 15-minute show here. We're testing some new audio equipment that my brother bought me for my birthday, and we'll just see how it goes here. I, uh, this is so not rehearsed or anything, but uh, I figured I'd take this topic to test things out because, you know, you need a lot of patience to test new audio equipment, and this is about the fifth show we've tested this audio equipment on and hopefully it's working now um, but my husband my son everybody they, we've tried everybody's patience tonight so it's been pretty funny so here are eight ways to help make patience your very best virtue this is also a blog on besteveryou.com if you want to read it or share it um, you can also share the show we have free replays um, and we're doing quite well we've got um, several million downloads and uh, I, I love the Twitter audience and Facebook and LinkedIn everybody even Pinterest is in there <laughs> with our radio show and so uh, we really appreciate everybody um, sharing the show and uh, really using those free replays so if you know somebody who needs a little bit more patience here's a show um, so let's get started I the first thing when in my coaching practice, when I when we talk about patience, um, especially when you're trying to do something maybe like lose weight or work on a bigger project or something like that, learning patience is key. And one of the first things I really try and do when I'm working with people is to help people understand patience. Patience is just flat out the ability to wait. If you can complicate it a little bit more and say it's flat out the ability to wait without getting negative. And so patience is the level endurance that you personally have before you get negative, um, negative, frustrated. You might yell, holler, stomp your feet. Who knows what you're going to do when you get impatient. But that's basically what patience is. So one of the things I ask people to do is grab a piece of paper or their journal and write down five or ten things that bother you um, and cause you to become impatient. And then sit for a little bit and ask yourself, why? Just simply why. There's no right or wrong answer or anything like that, but, it, you know, you start to get to know yourself a little bit better and what triggers you. The second thing is to understand impatience. Um, impatience is when someone's angry, provoked, or restlessly eager. Um, they're not willing to wait. They're not patient. They're wanting to do something without waiting. Um, now for this one, so this is the second one, it's that piece of paper and journal again where we write down five to ten ways you think you could be more patient in each of the circumstances that you wrote down for the first exercise. So you grab the first and second exercises and combine them and say, okay, in this situation, I get really impatient and here's what I could do maybe a little bit better. Um, for example, you're in a long line waiting for groceries and you feel yourself getting impatient. What could you do? I know one thing I try and stop and do is just simply help other people. So instead of getting all caught up in me and my need to rush and worry, I think about the other people around me and I, I kind of try to relax everybody involved. So something there that you might try if you're in the grocery store, 
um, helping other people and so forth, especially if those lines get long, especially around the holidays. I think of one of the things that makes me nuts is the is the uh, return line after the holidays when you need to return something. I just have gotten to the point where I'm just like, I'll, I'll do it in February. So I don't have to uh, wait in that line because I know it makes me impatient. So the third thing is understanding desperation's role in impatience. Sometimes desperation can lead us to do things we can regret or would not have otherwise maybe thought about or done if the situation had been different. Desperation can lead to impulsive behavior. If you're feeling even desperate, it could be the it could be the best thing to maybe step away from the situation completely or choose another course of action. Some of the questions that um, I ask people to ask themselves in this one is, have you ever felt desperate? What did that feel like? Do you feel like there are varying degrees of desperation? And have you ever felt like all options feel like a roadblock? Generally, there's an option that you can choose that will have maybe the least amount of impact. There might still be like fallout or issues or something like that. But again, with desperation, it could be really helpful to just take a step back, really put intentional patience in there, and maybe get another person's thought or ideas, get some help. Um, but recognize how damaging impatient or impulsive or desperate behavior can be both short-term and long-term and maybe recognize your need for assistance with that. The fourth thing to help you be a little bit more patient is to recognize that patience is somewhat of a learned skill. So we're talking a little bit about things that you can do to teach yourself to be more patient. And um, I think, When I think about impatience, sometimes I think about texting and email and the immediate need for people to respond and get back to you and the waiting in real time for someone like in front of you again at that grocery store and how can seem like forever and ever when somebody isn't immediately responding to you um, or if it isn't going fast enough. But different, different experiences require different levels of patience. So different experiences require different levels of patience and I learned this when I was, I don't know, I was watching Sesame Street a few years ago and they wouldn't give him the cookie right away and he got so frustrated and they were trying to teach him patience. So I thought that was really funny. But if you weren't born with patience being best virtue or if you get lost in it along the way, you might have to spend some more time with yourself learning and go back to those triggers, go back to situations and train yourself to respond and react differently. You may even notice people responding and reacting differently to you with your impatience or your frustration or your anger. So do things like intentionally place yourself in something that completely annoys you or makes you impatient and deal with yourself in a different way. Maybe do that a few times. So um, I, I don't think I'm going to do that in February or in January with the return lines, but I, you know, I'm guilty of getting a little frustrated at the grocery store um, here and there. And so this is something I've done intentionally. Um, I've gone into the grocery store and sometimes I will get in the line that has the, the couple with three carts filled or whatever it is and stand there and make myself be patient. And even if I have just a few items and somebody's like, go, oh, no, you can go over to the express line. Some, sometimes I will stand there just so I learn a little bit of patience. So just, uh, just something to think about there. Really place yourself in, in situations where it requires you to be patient. Okay, the fifth thing. And again, we're motoring through this a little bit because it's a 15-minute percolate patience thing. Hopefully you got a little bit of coffee or tea with you um, 
to kind of get through this. But the fifth one is realize that you can't force or control the future. So that means, like, don't peek at those presents. Unless you have a time machine, we all know about it, it would appear that the future pretty much unfolds and happens and a fair amount of it is totally, a fair amount of it is totally out of your control. So when you take actions or behave in ways that go against waiting, remember, you're always responsible for everything you think, do, say, want, need, feel, and so forth. And that you have a choice to wait. I thought a lot about this when my four kids were born. Because, I don't know about you, but at the end of my pregnancies, I was just so miserable. And I wanted to, like, control, like, when they were born. So, you know, I I just was miserable toward the end there. I was on bed rest and all sorts of things. But I also remember, like, soup, being super, super excited for them to be born and, like, decorating and doing all these things. And in that moment, you can't force it. <laughs> it is what it is. And so you have to learn to stay patient. And that, stay patient. And I know that was a long time ago because my oldest is 15 now. But I remember it pretty vividly, just like, okay, you know, this is going to happen when this happens. And you need to be pretty patient. You know, it pretty much has an end date. But in the meantime, um, patience and gratitude and, and all those wonderful things that go into all the pregnancies um, for me was, was really key. Um, so, with this one, just remember that you can't control the future. Sometimes you can't control even what's happening, um, really. And so whether it's pregnancy, writing a book, designing a website, unveiling a new concept, I know those are completely different things. But remember that waiting is involved. So an exercise for this one is to think about a time when you wanted something to happen before it could actually happen. Think about a date or an event in the future and think about your excitement levels or your anxiety levels with respect to the date or the event. Is it something you want to have happen or not happen? Are you happy, sad, scared, overjoyed? What are you feeling? And then wait it out. That's tough to do. Think about the things. Go back through all the things, one through five, and put some patience in there. Um, Yoga, deep breathing, meditation, walks, things that mellow you out to free up that um, anxiety or excitement, or impatience um, to bring yourself back to center um, so that you're percolating peace again. Okay, six, seven, and eight. Six has become a little less exciting and a lot more dull. Um, This doesn't mean like being completely boring and extinguishing your light, but maybe put your light shining sort of in the right direction, place, and time. Patience is learning patience and patience in general are a little bit more boring than making quick decisions and being impulsive. Patience involves restraint. It involves learning. It allows pretty much for dealing with delays and being peaceful. However, the future plays out. There's back to that. That's the thing I learned the most with all my pregnancies. Patience, patience lacks drama. So if you're dramatic, patience lacks drama. It lacks rush. It lacks impulse. It lacks impulse and it lacks loose, it, sorry, it, and, it, and it has loose planning, I think. Um, it, but by becoming a little less exciting, I can think about what I'm trying to say here, but by becoming a little less exciting and a little more dull, you might be able to really hone in and be even more bright and more clear. And your light may shine with intention and real focus. So with this one, I love to slow people down and pick an activity that you normally rush through and slow down and do things different. Uh, 
Seven is understand that your impatience may hurt others. When you're impatient, what part of yourself are you coming from? That's a really big one. Are you vindictive? Are you rushing to do it first? Again, desperate. Are you, but so are, when you're doing things, are you really paused and patient and thinking about what you're saying or doing? <laughs> like this show, trying to do it in 15 minutes and a little bit rushed. But I'm being a little bit patient, and we've been a lot patient with and trying to do a show tonight. And as a result, it's light energy. It's happy energy. It's positive. It's helping people. It's from my heart. It's not hurting. And that's what's really important. With impatience, you trample all over people sometimes to get what you want. So remember, with impatience, you can really hurt people. So with your journal or piece of paper with this one, you can ask yourself why you're in a rush or why you can't wait. And are you hurting somebody? Really do a journaling exercise on are you hurting other people? Do you have alternative? What's sort of like what's wrong? So some examples I've seen of larger issues at play are age, health, finances. Those are some reasons why people feel rushed and impatient. But think about in terms of this. Is what's happening a real issue? Is it urgent? Is it life-threatening? And sort of maybe put things into perspective, which is number eight. Put time and patience into perspective. There are levels of urgency and there are levels of patience. And in fact, there are moments when we can't wait. I mean, I, I will tell you for certain, I couldn't, absolutely would not have wanted anybody to wait to try and save my life in 98 when I had a horrible allergic reaction. You know, the last thing I wanted to, to hear the ER crew was say, hey, Patience, everybody. Let's see, you know, if she lives or dies here. So, you know, that kind of thing. We didn't want that to have happen. So remember, but put patience, patience and time into perspective and understand um, what's important, what's not important, um, what's urgent, what's not urgent. And um, let, to, let learn to let things percolate and percolate patience. Patience wise, trust the universe to deliver and understand that your moments matter and how you spend them and your time matters. So I'd like to thank you for listening to me this evening. And I hope that this has helped you learn eight ways to be more patient. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find out more about uh, patients and other wonderful articles written, not just by me, but so many contributors at besteveryou.com. That's B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R-Y-O-U.com. We hope you'll join us there. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take care and have a great night. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.